Hello, podcast listeners. You are listening to another episode of The Journey That Is Long, also known as The Long Journey Home. I am your host, Corbin Johnson. I didn't have a chance to put together a daily news episode for y'all, unfortunately. Had a busy, 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 busy day. But anyway, um, what I am going to do is I've had a chance to play with Emissary a bit, and I'm pretty excited um, to finally have a chance to discuss what it's been like to play with the cards, as opposed to just develop them. So, let's talk about them. Alright, that's a bunch of crazy music right there that I need to deal with. Alright, so, Emissary. I've been playing with the Cardassians mainly because, well, that's that was my baby that I kind of helped develop and whatnot. Um, everyone helped out with everything, of course, so when I say it's mine, it really isn't. It was, you know, I had some ideas for it, and through the iterative design process that Make It So likes to ignore, we, uh, we came up with what is now the Cardassians, as you see them. So I, I've built... Um, I built an OTF deck from scratch, and I borrowed someone's Cardassian block build. The name was Deep in the Heart of Texas. I don't know whose it was. Anyway, so I played with that one, and then I modified that because I didn't... Well, I had issues with it, but... So, uh, let's talk about the Cardassians and what I've noticed. So, the OTF, we'll start with the OTF deck. Or maybe we'll start with the block deck, and then we'll move into OTF. So, in the block deck... As it was given to me, as, as I printed it out straight up from online, which I have to say is really nice. Just printing out a deck and not having to find any cards was was very nice. I I have such a hard time sometimes finding like three or four cards, and when I'm getting ready for a tournament, I can't find those cards, and I absolutely have to have them. I keep looking for them, or I open booster packs or whatever until I find a copy. And, really annoying, so I'm really looking forward to whatever our printable policy is going to be. So, just pointing that out. So, the printable deck, the printable block deck, what did I do? So, uh, the, the deck essentially had a bunch of um, internment cards. It had internment. That's a card, right? Uh, had labor camp. It had all the, the Cardassian capture fund that was in Emissary. A bunch of, a bunch of Cardassians, uh, Terak Nor, uh, without, uh, oh, using, it, for some reason, I missed this office, was in the deck, and there was no copy of Reshape the Quadrant in the seed deck. I'm guessing that was a mis- mistake, they just didn't put, uh, Reshape the Quadrant in the seed deck. Well, maybe not. Uh, it looks like they were hoping that you would draw it, play it, and then use that to play cards, because it also has Central Command... And that was how I got the bulk of my free plays. And it used the the Talani thing. So, you know, I could play my non-aligned guys there. And it had Bashir in there, which I guess made some sense. Um, because you could temporal micro-wormhole him onto a Talani cruiser at some point. And, yeah, um, the deck did not fare super well. I had very few draws to start off with. And many of the the drawing mechanisms came in the form of uh, dilemmas with shall we shall we begin again and flim flam artist 
So those, they work, but at the same time, they're not great dilemmas. They're, Shall We Begin Again's okay in block. Flim Flam Artist is a joke. So using it to draw a card is, you know, so-so. Um, what else? So I played against a Klingon deck. It totally wiped me out. I, I started, I think I used the Nor. I started with Tarak Nor at uh, Bajor, and it would, I grab or I played a guy and did some general quarter. There was no, pro, there's no promenade shops in there, but there was uh, VIP quarters or whatever, guest quarters. So I used that to kind of try to find good cards in the deck, which wasn't great. There really was no other draw engine in the deck. And, you know, so without, so just to say as the deck it was, as the deck was, it wasn't that great. Um, so I tweaked it. I tweaked it the other day and I put in the Celestial Temple. I seeded the wormholes using first stable wormhole so I could just uh, download a board ad uh, to the science, to a uh, science whatever lab and just boop. He goes over, and then he draws me cards until my angry opponent comes over. So, yeah, I, I had... Uh, so that worked for me for a little while. Uh, what else? I added... I, I had some other draw engine that I added, too. Uh, well, anyway, I also put in Reshape the Quadrant so that I could download I Missed This Office to use that for card plays. Ah, oh, I thought I had some other draw engine, because, no, I, I really didn't. Uh, I was kind of stuck with Borad just hanging out, trying to give me draws. I wanted to do uh, processing ore, but my opponent decided that it was his Nor, uh, and uh, using his Klingons and his seated copy of uh, Klingon Restaurant to just pretty much... The uh, first thing he did was drop Duras using uh, his you know treachery guys... Uh, his treachery download and he used that as a place to play a guy for free I had the first turn so I was able to play guys to protect the Nor first um, but suffice it to say uh, he uh, he quickly overnumbered me or overpowered me just by sheer number of Klingons he could play at one point he got Lursa who downloaded Bator and then played someone for free to them so he had six guys when I could only play I played a, a Jerax I play. I I played a lot of free plays. There was the non-aligned free play, the one to the central command, the free play to the Nor. But he just he was able to play additional guys to the Nor because of the cards from TNG saying that you could play guys to your guy. So he was able to get five guys on my Nor before I was able to get three guys on my Nor, and he had had and yeah, um, yeah, we had equal turns at that point. So. That's very powerful and makes me think that TNG still might have the upper hand, at least as far as this goes. Because in general, uh, Deep Space Nine tends to have their free plays scattered about the playing, about about the play field. Um, Whereas in the TNG cards, they were very self-sufficient. You would play to your guys, you would play um, through the ship or whatever... Here, you're kind of just, you got to hang out at your spot, use your spot, and then go do things. So, it's much different. Uh, and it's, I, I, you know, I think, it, I think there was some intention to it, 
but at the same time, that does give TNG the upper hand of being able to go places, draw cards for playing cards, and then draw a card, or and then play a card to where you are. Now, uh, TNG probably isn't going to go through the wormhole. So, you know, my Cardassians weren't going to go through the wormhole. There was no chance. All of my missions were Alpha Quadrant. Uh, the, the Gamma Quadrant, um, well, let's see. The, the DS9 feds, they may play their guys. They'll play their guys. Um, you get the Defiant out, right? And you can play your guys there, but you got to get the Defiant out. Um, you can do that. You can just, you know, download it with, um, with Ops, which is fine. But um, you got to get it out, and you got to make sure you get it out before your opponent commandeers the Nor. So there, there is something to be said for that. So uh, so playing Cardassians is challenging, but you do get a lot of... Uh, almost everyone in the deck plays for free. That's one fun thing. And they play for free to different places, but you've got to have the draws to keep up with it. So I think I may add a duck blind. Um, no, duck... Oh, duck... The duck, duck blinds rotated out. So no duck blind for me in my deck, unfortunately. I'm going to have to find some other way to draw cards. Um, hmm. I'm not sure how to do that right now in block. So yeah, the draws are going to be a challenge for me. So got to figure that out. Anyway, uh, we'll... That, that's, you know, so so right now, not too thrilled with Cardassians and Block. I've got to find out what to do about this situation, because if my if my opponent leaves me alone, I'm set. It's fine. But because of that, my opponent will be encouraged to not leave me alone. And Klingons are very popular, no matter what. Uh, there have always been probably the most popular, not the most popular, but always the most powerful affiliation, probably in both games, actually. And it just happens. Um... Yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's talk about OTF instead, uh, where I had I was able to make a more fun deck because of the cards available, but it also had its problems. So we had our OTF release tournament on Sunday. Uh, OTF Emissary, we had a release tournament. Two Tui guys showed up, and they were happy to take decks. And then uh, one, one, one irregular came besides me. Uh, so I don't know if that's a reflection of the state of things. You know, people are busy and whatnot, but yeah, we've kind of lost one of our 1E players, but he's also kind of fallen off the radar. And then uh, it's nice the 2E players are showing up, and uh, hopefully they're having a good time, but yeah. So I'm a little worried about 1E in Chicago. Uh, a couple of the guys who have contacted me to play 1E, they, uh, you know, well, uh, they've moved or just don't get back to me, unfortunately. So, uh, whatever. It, that's just the state of one in Chicago, and, you know, we, we, I'll have to keep an eye on it, and I'm hoping our new ambassador can help us out with that uh, to some degree. I don't know. I'm, and it's up to me, too. We did have one of the biggest regionals uh, in the area with 10, or just 10 people at a 1E regional. That was sealed, and uh, it was, you know, it was fun. But anyway, so I'm, I digress. OCF, Cardassians, emissary so um reshape the quadrant i missed this office terok nor seated at the wormhole very much like in the block deck using the borad trick to get draws early and then uh it sets up the guardian of forever so what's cool 
and it uses oh, it also uses central command to play guys for free. It's very much like the block deck, just with more. And so I use I also have duck blind at gateway. So once I can get guys to the time location, it takes a few turns, unfortunately. I I, I also use um, Dominion War efforts to download support personnel. There's plenty of support personnel, Deep Space Nine, Cardassians. One of them has Anthropology, which is great. And I can download Anthropology using um, using uh, Secure Homeworld. I, I like to get Burial because you can download a gun. And then I just use Temporal Micro-Romal. I gotta get the ship out first. Um, I can always Ops download Anthropology. That's fine. But I like to Ops download Borad first, move him to the Wormhole, but I don't get to draw that turn. And then set up either... Um, Guardian of Forever and Duck Blind, or set up the Processing of Ore. I don't like Process Ore so much because it's very easy to nerf with Reactor Overload. And I may scrap that from the deck just because it's only all I'm doing is getting cards from the bottom of the discard pile. I'm just cycling one card. I'm not getting a net draw. And I've got nine or ten handshakes in the in the deck, so that's another way to get card draws, which is fine. Um, or, or do I not? No, no, no. There's no handshakes in the deck. I think I'm going to scrap. Now, the Guardian Forever works, but you have to set it up. And you get all your guys. They go to Gateway, and then they go hang out at the Celestial Temple, and then they come back one turn at a time, and I draw four cards. But you got to set it up. Handshake gets you, I think, more draws over the game. So I may just do that. It, it's, you know, discard three, discard four to draw seven. Three cards, and you can do it every turn. Sometimes you get lucky and you get the three draws if your opponent's drawing well, which is nice, and that's that's cool too. Or it keeps that in check, and that's cool. So even with, you know, and that's that's one thing that is unfortunate about Handshake is just how good it is. And it's so good, it makes me reconsider wanting to use a more legitimate. And I, I, I use legitimate kind of loosely here. A uh, more legitimate draw engine, like Guardian of Forever. Now, Guardian Forever is fun and thematic, and it's, it's nice because you can also use it to get back. So what I did is I can move my guys into the time location from the Nor. And then what I do is um, Guardian Forever says if you're coming back, if you sent someone there and one guy's coming back, he can come back with any of your personnel at the time location. So you can be like, oh, you, 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 and you, who just transported over from the Nor through magical game text on the time location, you guys can come back with me as I draw four cards. Which is kind of cool. If I need to get to that area of the space line, it's pretty awesome. I can't get a ship over there unless I use maybe Hidden Fighter, and I need to look into that maybe as a thing to do. But yeah, that's kind of a cool way to transport guys for free, avoiding kind of the crappy ships in the deck. Most of the, the ships have eight range. Um... I could use the uh, Keldon Advance. Is it the Keldon or the the Galor Advance? Whatever, I think it's the Keldon Advance. But I don't have a lot of Obsidian Order in the deck. So if I add some more Obsidian Order, I might consider using those ships because you do get the extra range boost. Um, they're a little riskier, though. But, you know, eh, whatever. The, I, think, I think that might be a better way to go. And, and this is just a first draft of the deck. Um, I, I alluded to in previous podcasts that you should not build a deck and then bring it to a tournament. That's precisely what I did. Um, and I think I, I did fairly... I got third place. I think I won a game. 
and lost two of them. Uh, so I didn't do that well. But I was playing against really good TNG decks and a Borg deck. I beat the Borg deck, but it was a long story. He, he probably should have won the game. He just made a bad mistake um, where he didn't download a, transmit, a Transwarp Network gateway um, after solving Establish Gateway. So, eh, you know, uh, he's, he's kind of fed up with the Borg. Uh, not to get on too much of a tangent here, but he's unhappy with how uh, how many moving parts there are and just trying to remember everything. And I understand it's a very complex deck, so, you know, no big deal. Anyway, um, so what does that say? That says that the deck, I should have lost all three of my games. Um, and what does that mean? That means definitely retooling time or scrapping time. So I got to figure out if it's retooling time or scrapping time. And, uh, you know, um, I think it's, you know, we'll retool first, see if we can, you know, I get lots of free plays. If the Nor gets commandeered, you know, later in the game, it's not a big deal. If you go hang out at my Nor, that's kind of a problem uh, for Borad. But I can get lots of draws through the Guardian Forever. And so maybe if I had the handshakes, maybe if I uh, consider some more draw engines, I've got lots of, maybe add a free play engine, another one. Um, maybe, maybe try to bust through the three, draw three, play three, and let's do uh, draw many, play four, and see see if I can kind of flux this deck up that, in that sort of fun regard. Um, the guy, uh, as far as mission solving went, it wasn't a big deal. Um, you know, I had a huge, big pile of guys and, yeah, it just came down to luck at the end uh, on a couple of those games, actually. Uh, do I, who do I send? Should I send these guys? And I had plenty of ships because some ships report for free to the Nor, right? Freighters and transports. So I've got some military freighters in there, which is nice. A nice little way to get some free plays. If I had some more non-aligned guys, maybe I can add the Zeppelite. And then I'm going to have it. That's a hot ship right there, the Zeppelite freighter. If I add the Zeppelite... Add some more non-aligned guys. Um, there might be something there. There might be some interesting little synergy I can work with there. Cargo runs, maybe. I've got a bunch of facilities in a lot of places. Maybe I'll just do a little cargo running. Uh, I need to. I'm a little short on on uh, sites though. I like the sites I have because they allow me to play certain guys for free there. So if I maybe if I throw one of those sites out and take those free plays out, maybe. Um, replace that with a cargo uh, cargo hold or something or cargo bay maybe that's the thing to do but then I'm going to have to add a bunch of equipment to the deck and that's not so fun uh, I'm kind of happy with uh, I've got a bunch of guns in there so maybe I'll have to add the Bohica or something uh, or not so anyway uh, so Cardassians and Emissary uh, they need They. I don't know if they need help yet if I'm just uh, poorly designing decks for them or if they truly are just an underpowered affiliation as it is would they fare well against Herogen? Uh maybe because they'd leave me alone would they fare well against TNG decks obviously not and those are the two kind of decks I'm always worried about and then you know I even got a real world opportunity to play against the Borg which is great because Borg you never know you, you really never know Borg they bust through dilemmas like they're tissue paper usually and then if, if they're a good player, they're going to probe well every single time. So as soon as they get rolling, that's it. Game over, man. Um, especially if they want to mess with you, you know. 
Uh, if they're in the Delta Quadrant, fine, good. They're going to stay there. But if they're in the Alpha Quadrant and you're using, you know, legitimate, like, uh, they will be coming or they'll be coming or whatever it's called, then it's it's uh, unhappy time for Corbin. So, but that's in general. And I don't know of a lot of good decks that can really deal with this sort of thing. Um, I mean, I've got to say Therian's in there. If I've got enough ships, I could go over there and damage the board cube and... Maybe I'm looking at scoring some points, you know, as a last ditch, you know, I've solved two missions and then boom, uh, you know, take care of the game like that. You know, it's, that's an interesting idea actually. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. I don't think I've ever done that in a real game, to be honest. I've never blown up a Borg ship. So I'm gonna have to do that someday just to have it as a badge. Um, what else am I excited to try in Emissary? So, I'm excited to try the Deep Space Nine thing. I, did, I haven't really played with it at all. Uh, and I just kind of took it on faith that Charlie was designing the Bajoran stuff well, and that TV was as well. And I thought, oh yeah, that's a cool idea, you know, give them all some skills, and eh, that's cool. I can, I can deal with that. I think that's kind of an interesting, fun idea to go about this. So, uh, cool, and you know, Hopefully, exploring the Gamma Quadrant is cool. Maybe that's what the Cardassians need to do. Maybe they need to go explore the Gamma Quadrant. Or not. If they do, I would definitely throw in some weird Orb of Time stuff. And maybe... What else? Um, I don't know what kind of missions are out there in the Gamma Quadrant. Maybe if I look at them... I didn't look at them at all when I built the deck. I just said I wanted to do an alpha build. Just easy peasy. But maybe... If there's something, you know, some good missions in the Gamma Quadrant, maybe what I can do is uh, find a better, tighter set of personnel. Maybe they can just hang out at the NOR instead of having to... Well, I don't want to do that, right, because if I do that and my opponent... Well, no, it's fine, actually. In fact, I'm hoping if my opponent is playing with Deep Space Nine, then forget it. The NOR is yours. Have at it. All I'm going to lose is some free plays on my ships. But I still get, I will get even more free plays out of the personnel I have in my deck. And that's fine. You know, have the Nor. I don't want it. And uh, it's cool, man. Just take it. <laughs> so uh, uh, and then uh, we maybe we go explore the Gamma Quadrant because maybe there's a better set of missions out there. Probably not. Maybe. Maybe I play with uh, Home Away From Home. Maybe uh, I could seed the ship to seed home away from home. Uh, that would be very difficult, if not impossible. So, no, that's maybe that's not such a good idea. Uh, having copies floating around in the deck it doesn't really appease me that much. Um, I did used to play... One, one of the Cardassian builds I built a while ago was to use Krelma Set. And I can't use Krelma Set in this deck. The idea was using Krell to kill guys that I was getting free plays from, free downloads from, from War Council. Not War Council. Uh, Dominion War Efforts. And then using those to go get draws, play guys for free. If I could sneak a Krell into this deck, that would be interesting. And then I could play free Cardassians and whatnot. But there's no way to do it as far as I know with Reshape the Quadrant. Do I need Reshape the Quadrant? Only if I want to play with I Miss This Office. And I definitely do want to play with I Miss This Office. It's uh, the most interesting of the Cardassian cards um, from the set. You'll notice, um, or not, 
that I did not mention anything about using the capture stuff in OTF. And I did that on purpose. I didn't want to try to muddle the deck with the capture stuff. Now, this is kind of unfortunate, right? The whole idea of the Cardassians was to make interesting capture stuff. Instead, I went for more of a mission-solving flavor. Um, so, if I did capture, if I put capture into the deck, would things have changed? Um, Articles of Jurisprudence is an interesting card. Uh, I would need to have more law in the deck to justify it, though. And I could see myself, you know, I could use Odo and Neil Entendro, and the, both of them were in the deck, and I loved to, I, if you're going to come mess with me, I'm going to capture you. And I'm going to make you a little hesitant to come, you know, try to do that sort of thing. But, um, so where am I going? So if I had done capture stuff, that might have been interesting. Uh, I would have played with copies of Holding Cell Door. I would have uh, tried to capture guys and then probably just used the old the old three. Um, and then threw in... I would have thrown in uh, Internment because it is... Uh, it's a draw engine. Oh, no, it's not, it's not a draw engine, but it's a way to get my guys. Um, I'd capture guys with Dilemmas. I'm sure that would happen. Like, now would be a good time is always a card I like to use, you know. And if I don't have the chance to go over, you know, I will use uh, internment to come grab you and uh, come hang out with me. And then I I don't know if I'd brainwash you or if I'd torture you or interrogate you, but any of those would be fun. Uh, absolutely. And Articles of Jurisprudence is good if I can capture four guys. It's hard to do. Uh, it's very hard to do. So if I can, great, you know. Um... Using a draw engine, uh, not so much yet, not so much. We're going to need either a way to make it more easy to play capture cards for free, maybe, you know, if we can do that, or a way to capture guys more easily, and that is... I mean, there's uh, there's outgunned, right? Arguably the easiest way to capture someone. Um, for the Dominion especially, I think that was kind of the thing to do. And I think, uh, I think a Borg... A Borg deck should play without Gunned. Um, if you're not playing without Gunned in a Borg deck, I mean, you don't take the captives, right? Um, you don't have somebody, but you can steal the ship that way. At least I think you can. Maybe it explicitly says non-Borg. But anyway, um, yeah, Dominion can get out ships relatively quickly. And I could probably get out a good fleet of ships, actually, with the Nor. So maybe, maybe there's an interesting uh, deck brewing here where I could play a bunch of uh, freighters and get a bunch of guys to staff it and then go and, uh, you know, see if my opponent uh, is feeling lucky. <laughs> Unless they're playing Borg, in which case I'm not feeling lucky. But if they're playing some dinky Fed deck, and, you know, that might be the answer, right? Because that's the thing. With the Feds, they're usually hanging out on their one ship because the Federation flagship renewed or relaunched or retooled or re re-ramalam a ding-donged or whatever. You go over and capture it and go, hey, ha-ha, and then they go, fuck, that's it, game over, man. So maybe that's, uh, maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe Cardassians, they can play those ships for free. They can play their guys for free, the Noor. And uh, that's kind of a classic Cardassian build, I think, uh, just getting those ships to play for free. So maybe that's the thing to do here. Maybe not. I don't know. So questions, comments, or concerns, you know the number, 267-CALL-CPJ, or send me a PM at CorbinQ27 on the message boards. You can always email me at corbinjohnson at me.com. 
and feel free to send me any sort of content you may want to appear on the show in the future. Um, and you can always call me and talk to, you know, leave me a voicemail and whatever if that's uh, something you want to do. All right. I will end it here. Hopefully we'll have some news next week. And, uh, yeah, keep playing Trek, everyone. It's a lot of fun. This is Corbin Johnson signing off saying so long and thanks for all the Trek. <laughs>